0: Welcome to the original vegan business talk with myself Shane Jeremy James where I discuss life-changing business advice with vegan companies who are making a true difference in the world. Hey everybody welcome back to the next episode and today we our guest is Simon Bell all the way from the UK. Pleased to have you Simon. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Well, good to see you. So he's the CEO and co-founder of the premium ethical and sustainable fashion marketplace uh, with Immaculate Vegan. And Tell us about, first off, how did you get into this? Um, and tell us a little more about what you're doing now. Okay. Um, well, it was a bit of luck, actually, if
1: the truth be known. Um, the background to the business is that I was running my own e-commerce agency, designing and building websites for okay. uh, mostly fashion brands luxury lifestyle brands i used to call it a, a boutique agency for, for boutique brands right um, so i did that for about 10 years and i had long been looking for uh, a kind of pet project of my own uh, because i thought it would be a great calling card for you know what it is that we did as an agency so i could really go to town on my own website but also because it would allow me to understand the pain that some of our customers kind of go through right not. Um, I never did it, or I didn't come up with an idea that was strong enough, but about four and a half years ago into my office walked uh, a lady called Anique, Anique Arland, who is now my business partner, saying, I'd like a website, please. Um, I said, tell me more. She said, well, I'm vegan. Um, and I didn't have any problem finding vegan food when I turned vegan, but I sure had problem finding nice vegan fashion um you know yeah, typically she was finding the kind of stuff that you used to think of sort of you know open toed sandals and hemp shirts and you know it yeah. was pretty basic stuff so she took it upon herself to scour the internet and create uh, an instagram uh, channel showing off beautiful lovely vegan fashion items bags shoes clothing you name it cool. beautifully beautifully curated she got a a really good following um and uh, a lot of the brands that she featured said thank you very much this is great exposure and a lot of the followers said this is great where do i buy this stuff uh whereupon she thought actually there's a real need for this so she came to see me instead of like a website and i'd just gone uh vegan myself right uh, and i as i said was looking for a project and i said look don't pay me to do this let's do it together and that's how immaculate vegan work was.com uh, anywhere was born um so that's kind of the backstory. Um, and yeah, we we launched Immaculate Vegan uh, just three years ago now, October 2019. So we've been going for three years, and uh, it's going extremely well.
0: Awesome. So tell us a little bit more about the business now. OK, well, look, we are we
1: are I guess we, you could call us a scale up. We've we've kind of grown from being a startup to that scale up uh, position. We've just succeeded. We have just had our second round of, of funding. So, um, Having bootstrapped the business for the first year or so, we then raised money and um, we've got some great uh, shareholders. And I'm pleased to say that we are pleasing them by hitting our numbers um so yeah we've been going for three years um we're gradually extending and expanding the range of items that we have the number of brands that we have um we sell to customers all over the world brands from all over the world although our two core categories two core territories are the uk and uh, north america right so um yeah so uh
0: so, That's, so you take any? Is it any kind of vegan product then, and curated? No. So let me or? be more.
1: Let me be more specific. So we are, we we only do fashion.
0: Okay. Um. And some lifestyle. By
1: that I mean. So we don't we don't do food. So okay. we're doing we're doing uh we're doing footwear. We're doing handbags. We're doing accessories. Right. Uh, and a lot of clothing as well. And we have some homeware stuff, some blankets, and we're about to have some bedding for the first time. We do women's, men's, and we've got a small nascent kids category, um, but the bulk of our sales are are, are to to women right now. Um, we I should say that it's a marketplace, okay. so we don't actually hold any stock. Okay, we just act as a lovely front end for um, over a hundred different brands. Um, uh, we handle all the merchandising, we handle the transaction, we handle the customer care. Um, but the the vendor the brand will ship the product directly to the customer. Got so it. that's our model. It's a marketplace model, and marketplaces are a, are quite a hot category right now. Um, lots of existing retailers are looking to add marketplaces to their you know existing e commerce structure. Um, we're just a pure place uh, you know marketplace. Um, so yeah, that's
0: cool. So- it means that we can it means
1: that we can scale very quickly, um, okay. and we have a very small team. So actually, it's very it's a very it's a very neat model in that you know, with a small team, you can actually
0: scale quite large. Right. Quickly. That's interesting. So a couple of questions then. Uh, what do you, uh, what do you find your biggest challenges in that type of business right now?
1: Um, well, we have, you know, a, a number of different challenges. Um, uh, I mean, I think in the first instance, our challenge is being known, right. right. Being found for what we do, because it takes a while to build a brand and build a brand name.
0: Yeah, but we very,
1: very carefully uh, made sure that we're found on page one of Google for pretty much everything that we sell. Okay. So we take our search, um, our SEO marketing very, very seriously. So that was one challenge. But we continue, obviously, to drive awareness and and, and reach out to new customers. Um, I guess raising money was a challenge. Um, right you know and it's been a little bit tricky the last in the in this last round because you know the market was not quite as generous as it was yeah but i think we've got beyond that and i think it will be easier next time around so yeah so uh, raising money was a challenge um there's been some specific tax issues uh related to the to to, to the eu and the uk which has been a little bit problematic but right. i'll spare the details because it's very very dull um otherwise yeah i mean you know Various, you know, but nothing, nothing beyond that. Those are the key, I guess, the key challenges that we've uh, we've faced as a business.
0: Right, and and did, were you at a part in the business where you guys were bootstrapping startup, then going for a raise? Were you in the middle there, where you were like had to basically get that raise, or or it was going to be uh, could be darker times coming ahead? Yeah,
1: I think that's a fair description. I'm I'm sure we could have dug a bit deeper. Yeah, but I don't think we're about to bet the house on it. Right. Um, but i mean um you know we 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 did spend a lot of time on 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 fundraising so you have to you know smile at an awful lot of people many of whom say you you're great we love what you're doing but no thanks mm-hmm. um i think we had a particular challenge on that front because we're non-food so there's been a lot of interest in vegan food yeah yeah alternatives you know there's a lot yeah. of activity and a lot of money sloshing around for for food okay. Uh, significantly less for fashion but i think that's going to change because you know as i always say where food leads you know fashion must follow because they're you know they're connected yeah you know if you ain't if you ain't eating uh, meat then you shouldn't be wearing it either right that's so it, yeah you know, it, i am sure that there will be increasing amount of interest when it comes to um non-food
0: yeah, yeah i agree i agree it's it's one of those things where it transitions even me you know i've been vegan for you know, long time, 18, 20 years type of stuff, and uh, and so for me though it shifted, like it shifted. It started with because uh, I used to own gyms, and then I wrote lots of books in the space, and, and did a lot of business in that. And so for me, it started health wise. Actually, it started being yeah. like, like you know, it was like just kind of a no brainer. I'm like, if I start to put more plant based stuff in me, you know, it's like I'm probably going to be more healthy and have more energy, right? Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's kind that's of how getting... it, yeah, that's how it all started for me. Uh, and, you know, and then as gradually, you know, it was like, you know, clothes and, and stuff, you know, slowly, but that came a lot later for me, you know, and, and even to this day, I still have a, you know, I was always a clothes guy, fashion guy. So I had a big wardrobe already of, you know, lot like spent a lot. So I, it's not all vegan yet. You know what I mean? Right. So I slowly yeah. like, you know, start to put more in and more in and, you know, make more conscious choices now and stuff like that. Right. But uh yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. It's it's that food, and you know, and then it's like, uh, fashion. You know, certain stuff. I think fashion too is more like you know you would look at more, you know, shirts and stuff people would look at, and now you'll see more shoes starting to pop and more, You know, just yeah.
1: To- well, we we sell a lot. We sell a lot of the shoes actually. I I think I think we were quite surprised by how much footwear we sell. I mean, I suppose right. it's kind of obvious because leather is just such an inherent you know part yeah. of footwear um but we, we 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 sell a lot of a lot of footwear a lot of sneakers um and we're seeing a lot of really interesting innovation in that space so a lot of the animal leather oh sorry plant-based leathers animal leather alternatives Great. um are, are, are cropping up in that in that that's, sphere that's cool um, so yeah that, so that's really really exciting there's a lot of innovation and uh, and we're carrying a lot of brands that um that are doing some really exciting stuff in 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 alternative leathers
0: that's amazing. Yeah, one of my friends. I actually was just on the phone with him yesterday, and he has a shoe company, and he uh, they make their soles out of all all old used tires. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, cool. yeah, tell me
1: who they are. <laughs>
0: yeah, grounded people. Grounded, okay. uh, grounded people. Yeah, they're out of Vancouver, actually, Canada. Yeah. So. Okay, I'll look them uh, up. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's cool. So he actually, actually he's an interesting story because they just, he, you know, he, he wanted to keep everything, um, like his whole company, very, like humanized, uh, you know, very clean, very, you know, even stuff that I, you know, that I teach and stuff like that. Uh, and so he traveled to everywhere where they've got like every factory, every lace that was made every part of rubber to see how every worker was treated hung with every ceo like learned every little thing about it to make sure that everything was being done perfectly for humanity for the environment for everything from top to bottom so yeah Mm -hmm. you know i love that because i think that's so important you know in rv especially when you're promoting like vegan and stuff like that it all they like it really goes hand in hand how are you going to treat your people you know, well,
1: uh, we've got we've got some very um, clear guidelines on that. So we don't great. just vet the cust the brands that we um, onboard on their vegan credentials, although that's absolutely paramount, obviously. Yeah. But we also check out their manufacturing policy, their people policy, their packaging. That's great. So um, we want to make sure that 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 you know they treat their workers fairly, that they pay a you know living wage, yeah. um, and so on. So yeah, so we have a number of criteria that extend beyond just use of animal products. Um, so that's good to hear. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of uh, company that we that we we like to work with.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Glad you guys are doing that. Right. Because it keeps that conversation going. And and, and it, you know, I think it pushes people too to, you know, run their companies, uh, you know, better because sometimes people don't even think about it that much. And then they're like, oh, I could do better here. Let's do it now.
1: Yeah. And I think B Corp is helping on that front as well, because yeah. a lot of people see that that's a really neat endorsement and a, and, a, and a bit of shorthand as to their you know sustainable and ethical credentials um and it's actually something that we're uh, working our way through right now so we aim to be b Corp fairly soon as well Amazing. so yeah i mean look companies are uh, you know waking up and getting with the program
0: give us a couple of tips on uh, on on raising on raising money that's a big that's a big that's a big i mean there's thing. a
1: lot out there in the you know the internet on this but uh, i think you know be, be patient uh it, you need to you it, it it takes time you will improve over time um but i think you just need to be patient and recognize that some of the people you talk to first time around are worth to, are worth keeping up with because they may be good if not the first time the second or the third round right. so um so i think the first thing is you know um spend time on creating a really good database uh be patient make sure you've got a very strong compelling deck that's obviously fundamental yeah um you know keep it simple but clear recognize that the people you're talking to have hundreds of decks and proposals and companies pitching to them so you know you need to have a very simple clear compelling story right and make sure you're talking to the right people because there's an awful lot of people with money out there, but they tend to have specific focuses. So it's important you do your homework first. Otherwise, you'll be talking you'll be wasting a lot of time um, and recognize that each one of those that you talk to, if they won't be any good, may well know someone who can be. So, um, yeah, just just keep at it, you know, but 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 set aside a fair amount of time and. Um, and be prepared for some for some for some knockbacks. As it happened, most people say say very nice things to us actually. so we you know we, we we've we've had very, very positive feedback all along the way. but you just tend to find they say, look, you're too small for us right now, or this isn't quite our space, or we've got these criteria. So they, you know you, they, yeah. it, you've got to, you've got to drill a lot of holes before you strike oil.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's great advice. I love the fact too, and I don't think people bring it up enough to be honest, especially in in raising money. Of what you said is understanding that database is important and putting people in there and to follow up and you know I, I was just talking to one of our team this morning and our relationship management system is an animal like you know that's what i do every sunday every sunday i look at who i'm sending gifts to who i haven't followed up with who like literally like you know and i tell people like in the end if you have a decent product or service that's your most important thing is people Right. That's how you're going to get to that next level. Right. But I think what you just said, so many people don't take the time. And then all of a sudden someone rings you and been like, Hey, I got this idea. Right. But it would be different if you would have sent them a card every like three, you know, two months or sent something or done something. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So, so we're, so we are now kind of um, emailing people that we've met and talked to just to keep them in the picture, just to keep them warm, you know, because you don't necessarily get married on your first date. You know yeah. you need to recognize that 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 can take a long time and sometimes you need to work quite hard at it so yeah, um, yeah. so but 100%. ultimately you know if you've got a really really good product you need it it should cut through
0: yeah hundred percent yeah hundred percent and it'll cut through if you keep up with those people a lot easier you know and 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 things will things will happen you know I always say that it's it's People have a, a, you know, when you said patience, we live in such an impatient society, an instant gratification society now where, you know, I look at, you know, we were just looking at one of our launches we're doing on something. And I'm like, you know, it's about, that's going to be about a two-year thing. So I'm like, this is perfect. We've got two years to build relationships like we've never built before. Mm. You know, so, I mean... I know it'll be successful when we do that launch because when we build the relationships properly for two years, it's, it's, it's a, it's a different animal when now you start to do something.
1: Yeah. But then again, you've also got to, um, you've got to make sure you deliver, right? Because, yep. you know, chances are you're going to be you know, raising more than once. So, yeah. you know, the, the, the success to raising successfully a second, third, fourth time, however many it is, yeah, is is hitting your numbers. And demonstrating that you you know you, you actually deliver against what you promise. Right. So let's not, let's not forget that. Um, and I'm pleased to say that that's
0: exactly what we're doing. So our our, our our shareholders are very happy. Awesome. So do you do a shareholder meeting once a month, or do you do an email out to them? Uh, you know, with the numbers, or how do you run that
1: email? We just email yeah. them. You know, monthly yeah. email.
0: Um nice. yeah.
1: uh, That Anik, my uh, my partner, does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just keep keep it simple, keep it sweet and make sure yeah. that the, it's always good
0: news. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, if you can if you're if you're going in the right direction, that email is perfect. but probably if you're having to get on the phone with everybody yeah, yeah you're probably it's a probably different conversation. <laughs> so uh, so tell us a little bit about where do you see you guys? where do you see your guys uh, company you know in the next where where do you want to be in the next five, 10 years type of thing?
1: Well, I mean, it, it sounds a bit facile, but we 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 want and intend to be a lot lot bigger than we actually we are currently. You know, we are very, very confident about the 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 size of the prize. Um and that's not just amongst vegans. So whilst ostensibly we're a vegan company appealing to vegans in actual fact we think the, the biggest opportunity is is the conscious consumer the, the customer who yeah. wants a little bit of vegan in their lives that might be having a meat-free monday or occasionally you know buying a yeah. vegan dish at the menu so if we can convince them to 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 buy a belt or a handbag or a pair of shoes or whatever it might be yeah um, then then we've got a very big opportunity on our hands and and, and we feel strongly that that is likely to happen, but it'll take time of course, cause you know, you need to build your brand and yeah. awareness and, and so on. But I, you know, I, I think we can be, you know, uh, we ain't gonna be Amazon, but it, it, we, we, we've got a lot, we've got a big upside, I think. Um, and what's really, really encouraging is with minimal effort, marketing effort, that is, we've managed to get a really, really strong foothold across the pond in North America. Uh, and that's largely due to, you know, being, being in the right being found for what we do on Google, but also there's a strong and growing vegan community stateside and in Canada, which is our third biggest market. Yeah. Um, and they I think they're finding that, you know, like like the UK customer, like Anik in the first instance, there isn't a place where they can find everything under one roof. But there is now and they they like it. So um, so that's really, really encouraging. Um, and as the movement kind of moves moves on, and I think it, it you know veganism is not a trend; it's a, it's it's here to stay, and it's being driven by health reasons, the environment, growing awareness of yeah. ethics. Um, it's only going to grow. So you know, I think we've got inbuilt momentum um, with, with you know in in us.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah. So I mean, long winded way of saying we're going to be a like, lot bigger than we are now. Uh, right. But who knows? Who knows? It's difficult to put a number on it. Obviously, we do have numbers, but they change. But I, I think we could be a, 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 a healthy, healthy international business um, that, uh, yeah, that is uh, very attractive.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the timing is, is right right now for a lot of different things. In in you know, even companies in the space, because of what you just said, the consumers, the consciousness is changing. People are making, you uh, know, more educated decisions now more involved you know to make change in the world and that is that next generation the next generation coming along is more highly conscious than the older generation uh yeah you know it really is yeah i think
1: that's true you you asked about challenges earlier you know one challenge one thing that you know obviously crossed our mind is you know there's a recession or a there isn't there, yeah. you know, there is in some countries yeah so would the cost of living crisis affect people buying on immaculate vegan and so far i'm pleased to say that's not the case and we think that's because you know people are probably making fewer but more considered purchases um and that you know that works well for for us right because of the nature of what we're selling so so far we haven't seen any uh, downside in 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 the kind of cost of living issue the crisis that we're we're, we're seeing
0: mm, that's, that's good yeah. yeah that's good i mean that's good to hear yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no I mean that's good to hear because I think we're uh we're it's going to be an interesting 2023
1: yeah but it was an interesting 2020 and yeah. you know 21 as well so um yeah I mean uh, yeah it, it, it will be it's probably going to be a, a white knuckle ride but I mean so far we've managed to kind of ride it pretty pretty well um, yeah and as I say I think people are going to people will make more considered purchases and they might buy fewer of them but the stuff that they buy they're gonna they're gonna it's, it needs to mean more
0: I think yeah yeah I, I agree I agree with that too so you guys are uh and you guys sell world worldwide uh pretty
1: much there's a few countries uh China Russia we don't sell to yeah. but uh otherwise
0: yeah pretty much yeah yeah right <laughs> i always find it interesting you know with the with the uh, next election coming up in the us and stuff and you know with China, you know with tiktok being such a high performing platform uh you know which a lot of us and people close to me make a ton of money from so that's mm-hmm. an interesting platform to watch if it actually eventually gets shut down someday
1: yeah well that would be interesting it um, would
0: be, you know
1: <laughs> watch this space yeah <laughs> it'd be a bra- brave person to shut it down but hey who knows
0: True. I, I, I think, uh, you know, I mean, there's more and more re- I, there's more and more reports coming out that they, they truly believe that that, you know, China's using information out of TikTok for their own advantage. So, you know, if that keeps talking, you know, and the political stuff swings, I mean, if, if Trump runs again and if Trump wins, I think you know there might be no TikTok. It might be the Trump talk yeah right <laughs> oh my god yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. that's a whole other conversation right yeah, there isn't right. It now? <laughs> so cool. uh, awesome well i'm excited for what you guys are doing and stuff like that Thank it's you. great you know i, I mean for, for us it's important to get as many voices out there into the market and show what other people are doing and what different brands are doing and and, uh, you know, uh, you know, for us, even with our podcast, we've been able to connect so many people and a lot of my close friends, you know, my one close friend, he just did a, he, he did a, just about a 45, he, he did a 45 million raise in, in 30 days. Wow. That's but he's also, yeah, been in the, in the, in the, you know, he's just about raised over a billion altogether for other, other com- for his company. Right. So, wow. yeah, he knows that game. He knows that game, right. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> in and out of that, 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 that. He always says it's like a business in itself raising money. It's like a whole... yeah.
1: it's it's a job
0: in itself, that's for
1: sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Cool. So where do you see one last question? Where do you see the whole uh the future of all veganism and plant-based going?
1: Uh Honestly, I think I think one day eating meat will be a bit like smoking. You know, there's still lots of people that do it, but it's in the minority and it's and it's and it's shrinking. That's that's my belief. It'll take a while, but I I, I don't. I, veganism will go from being a niche to a to a majority uh majority sport. That's that's my that's my firm belief. So that's that's veganism. Well, I, I
0: I'll, I'll back that up. I, I I'll say this. I hope <laughs> you're right on that. <laughs> so do
1: I. <laughs> Oh look! I think look—it's one-way traffic. It's only going to grow as people start to come, become more aware of of the ethics, that you know, the 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 impact on the environment and 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 the health benefits. But yeah, so watch this space.
0: Yeah, awesome. So where can they all find you guys at websites, social medias, and anything like that?
1: Just look for Immaculate Vegan, immaculatevegan.com or at Immaculate Vegan. Uh, we're on all social media, um, but check us out on immaculatevegan.com. You'd be very, very welcome. We'd love a- everyone to come shopping there. And you, of course, get a discount for signing up for our newsletter. And allow me to um, to, to invite anyone that's watching this podcast to uh, contact me if you've got a vegan fashion brand, because we um, we'd love to hear from you. And that includes Canada, by the way. We've got a couple of Canadian brands on already, but I'm sure there's many others. So uh, all welcome on ImmaculateVegan.com.
0: Awesome. Well, make sure you guys go check them out. And I talked about my friend before, so I'll, I'll, I'll actually connect you guys and you guys can sure right. if there's some kind of business there for you guys. Awesome, everybody. Well, thank you so much for this wonderful interview. Please, everybody, go check out their websites, check out their socials, buy some stuff from them. They're doing great things and spread the word. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Talk soon, everybody.